In this episode of Turn On The Podcast, we talk... Lust and passion. And how to work with these things in your life. Make sure you stay till the end where we bring you some life-changing stuff. Turn On The Podcast. Turn on your relationships, your parenting, your love, your sex. Turn on your career, your money, your work, your business, your passion, your success. But mostly, turn on to you. Welcome to episode 37 of Turn On The Podcast. I'm Brad Fennell. And I'm Tabitha Fennell. And here we are. Here we are. Great morning. Yes. Talking about lust and passion. Lust Mm. and passion. What is lust? What is passion? Where should we begin? (laughs) (laughs) Wherever you want to. Mm. I mean, it's an interesting idea, isn't it? The, The separation between lust and passion and what state you're in. Yes. And what those two different energies can do to you, can Mm. do to your body, can Mm. do to your life. Mm. And it's good to know, yeah, what energy does, lust does, Mm. and then what passion does. And the difference, that's what I'm trying Mm. to get to. Got it. To understand it in your body and how to use it better in your life. Mm -hmm. Because lust is different to passion. Mm. Lust you almost can't step away from. Yeah, yeah, you've got to have it. You've got to go for it. There's a deplete, a depleting aspect to it. Mm. Like it's going to take something from you. Yes, or you're going to take something from someone. Yeah, which in the long run is going to take something from you in yeah. some ways. Yeah, yeah. And, and then passion is... Passion's a building force. yeah. Beautiful. Passions and, and energy that you can cultivate and that you can build. Mm. And, and you that can, you can stop and pull away from if it's, you know, not, not serving you or you need else. to do something else. Mm. Mm. So it's interesting, isn't it? Like what state am I in? Am I in a state of passion? What's yes. that energy feel like? How do mm. I experience that? Mm. Or in a, am I in a state of lust? Yeah. And I think... Um, you know, passion is a state that you can really build, yeah. that you can infuse into your life. Yes. But it's easy then to flip over into lust. Gotcha. Which can become, you know, like we said before, can become depleting to your system. Mm. So, you know, and what to do when that's happening. I think we all know that state of lust. Yeah. And how to actually cool that down, how to breathe that back into your body, mm. cool it down back into a passion state. Yeah. How do I hold this? Mm. Mm. So it can empower you. Yeah, exactly. And maybe mm, when you're first learning, you just actually need, when you realise you're in that lustful state, that you need to stop totally from what you're doing. Mm. So it doesn't just train you. I mean, there's two aspects Mm. to that. You know, one of the ideas is non-ejaculation. Yes. Which builds passion but can yeah. easily flip over into lust. Yeah. Um, 
but then also slowing down, mm. you know, savoring her so passion can grow. Yeah. Is one way of looking at it. Yeah. You know, if you're in a, if you notice this lust, it's like, can I slow down, slow down. Yes. And breathe and savor every moment, savor this experience. Yeah. Rather than... While you're having sex, are you talking about? Yeah, it could be. Mostly, I think, definitely, while you're having sex. Right. That would be that example. Yes. But... Yeah, to slow everything down. Yeah, because it is an interesting state, isn't it? Because you get into that, oh, this feels so great, let's just go for it and... But to bring it back, to Mm. slow it down. Yeah. Mm. While also, you know, sex can be a practice of building passion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Spending more time there, mm. expending more time in mm. that experience mm. without it being something quick and lustful and over, you know, depleting because of ejaculation. Yeah. And that's great for someone who has a low libido too to learn how you can actually build your libido by building that passion, yep. by going slower, slowing everything down while you're making love. Mm. That helps. Yeah. And while also discovering you, discovering your wild side, discovering yeah. these other experiences that mm. are inside of you. Yeah. Which, yeah. you know, you're looking for. Yeah, you know, which, th- which helps with the whole slowing down around sex, isn't it? It's not, it's not just, right, here we are, we're going for this end goal mm. and it's over. Mm. It's like, no, actually, we're just going to be with each other. I think the stopping that end goal sex Mm. is just so relieving for both partners really Mm. and it keeps you more in contact with what's going on within your body Mm. it's true and what's going on between you both Mm. which is really beautiful having that time yes the time to Mm. some of these states Mm. sometimes they happen quickly but often they need time to grow and unfold and explore these other parts of yourself Mm. You know, parts that are less socialized. Yes. You know, it's and you know, sometimes working on the critic. Sometimes is it all happening quickly? Is it lustful because there's yeah. a critic yeah, hanging yeah. around and I better get in and get this done <laughs> before the <laughs> critic up. gets me. Yeah, yeah. There was an interesting I was listening to um a podcast and they were talking about someone asked the question that my partner, um, this time was a woman, only wants to have sex with me yeah. when she's drunk. Yes. And what was interesting was their answers were like, well, if you've got different libidos, then maybe you need to find somebody else and all this sort of stuff. Right. It's one way of looking at it. Maybe. Who knows? But for me, it wasn't the best answer. For me, when I heard that, it's like if someone's only wanting to have sex when they're drunk, there's a critic in the room. Yes. There's a shamer there. Yeah, And that gets put to sleep Mm. when you drink. Yeah, yeah. So suddenly... That's there. The exciting part is there is actually a libido there. There's something, you know, firing up. But there's some work that needs to be done on that shamer. Yeah. Which is just epidemic and Mm. and getting rid of the shamer. Yeah. Sexually is one of the most powerful things that you can do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then you can spend more time. It doesn't have to be a quick thing and get in and sneak in before the, Mm. the shamer arrives in the room. Yeah. So for her to be able to be facilitated around what is that critic? Who, who's talking to you? Why do you need alcohol to get you over that edge to feel free enough to be able to make love, have sex? How do you get, how do you get drunker without Mm. drinking? 
how is it what is it about that state that you need more of in your life yeah that's really important yeah you know and that was just I found that really important when I was listening to that because it's such a great opportunity for people yeah to look at it because I mean I scoffed before because it was like no don't just find someone else to Mm. have as your lover I mean Mm. what if that was a husband or girlfriend boyfriend whatever do your inner work see what other yeah avenues you can take before you just move on to someone who's got a bigger libido completely (laughs) and completely when it's when it's like well the libido's there yes it's it's the sex drive is there yeah Yeah. it's there Mm. so you may be trading in the relationship that you actually don't need to but this is the opportunity to grow this is the moment where you can really sit with it yes and explore that and grow Mm. with it Mm. and exploring it and and look having sex without alcohol i think is the ultimate yeah you know i think something gets really lost yes in sex with alcohol kind of you lose awareness and yeah it is it can become you might more more, lustful yeah that's right um you might be more relaxed but it's not in a clear kind of state is it at all (laughs) at all so that's a um a really exciting you know when I see things like that, that's really exciting. Yeah. You know, if there's something not, if there isn't passion in your relationship, maybe you've been, there's been a socialization that's happened. Yes. You know, you've been socialized into a way of doing it. You've become something that you're not. Mm. So maybe you picked it up from your parents or the people around you. Or society, the signals. Whenever yes. sex or anything's mentioned, you see it on TV. There's yes. kind of a little cringe and a snigger. Yes. And yes. there's this, even if we're all pretending that we're okay with it, there's yes. like these subtle signals. Yeah. And we pick those up. Yeah. And we're told it is shameful. Yeah. And so you socialize yourself and you do yeah. things and you mm. lose that passion. So mm. building that passion within your relationship. Yeah. And even if you're not told that it's shameful, like straight up around sex, there is little clues that you pick up That's from the little your, signals. Yeah, the little the signals field. that mm-hmm. make you go, oh, well, I can't touch myself in front of these people or I can't, yeah. you know, yeah. do whatever. So as a child, whatever you are, are as a parent and how comfortable you are with sex, it's definitely going to filter on down through with your children if you're not talking about it openly and and being there to listen and have a conversation with your kids from an early age Mm. um you're gonna it'll get picked up Mm, because the shamer will be in the room yes even if you're trying not to do that if you haven't worked on the shamer yes they're going to come through in your subtle signals. Exactly. It'll be double signals. You're saying yeah. one thing. Yes. But there's an energetic signature mm. that says something else. That's right. And working on that is really important. Yeah. That's really big. Mm. I really like that. Yeah. You know, it's... Which is you know. tricky because if you haven't been taught it in your own growing up relationship with your parents, then it is... Oh, completely. Stepping out over edges to go, okay, well, I want to be different from what I had with my parents. How do I go about that? Mm. So gathering your role models or, mm. you know, navigating navigating the way through parenthood, it's tricky. It's Get tricky. support. Na- navigating <laughs> through your own life is tricky. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Add a little yeah. bit more complexity to it. Yeah. Um, Have yeah, kids. Completely. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing, like, and 
build, if you want more passion in your relationship, build the passion in yes. your own life as yes. well. Yeah. Always come back to that, you know, the more an empowered human being yes. is incredibly appealing, an authentically totally. empowered yeah. human being. It's so true. It's so powerful. So by yep. working on your shamer, it also allows you to have more passion in your life, to yes. build more passion. Yeah, yeah. To live your life more passionately. Yeah. You know? So Yeah, we're all drawn to people that are passionate or intense or, you know, people that we know are fired up around life. Yeah. People who can stand in the fire, mm. who mm. are strong, mm. you and know, in those moments. And compassionate completely. Yeah. But the, to yeah. me that's a sense and of strength. And have a heart. You know, people Hugely. can be strong and powerful and but if they haven't got heart energy. It's what I like about Chinese medicine. There's this... Mm balancing of energies of, you know, the strength and the movement of the liver, you know, the courage of the lungs, the Tarzan effect, but the holding aspect of the heart, can you, can you balance this? Mm. Does your body support your Shen, your spirit? Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Is it a good house? Yes. And then is it a house that encourages your spirit to really shine and radiate? Does it mm. come out through your eyes? Mm. Which we say is where the shen, where the spirit. Yeah, beautiful. Exits the body. Yes. Or is seen yeah. in the body. And then on the flip side, I'm saying, you know, have a lot of heart. And then that book that we've read, Thick Face, Black mm. Heart. And that's Chinese perspective on business, but also in life. And saying that sometimes... You do have to have a thick face, like thick skin, mm. and a black heart, mm. which means a strong heart, but mm. also a not a closed heart, but a heart that's like, mm. no, you're not going to take from me. This is who yeah. I am. Having all of those and having both of those. Mm. Um, I think one of the examples in that book was of a surgeon. You know, a surgeon oh, yes. can't be, yeah, oh, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, it's yeah. like a surgeon needs to be able to go... I can cut through you yes. because I know what I'm doing. Yes. I know what I'm here to do. Yeah. It's a different form of love. Yeah, that exactly. Says, this is the thing mm. that, that I need to do. Mm. You know, if you're going into a war situation, you can't be all about love. No, that's right. It's important right. to nurture yes. their heart yeah. and support it. Mm. But also ruthlessness is sometimes needed. Definitely. It's, it's both. Mm. And that's the whole yin and yang dance, isn't it? Hugely. Which is hugely. Such a great symbol. I love that symbol. I love that symbol too. Mm. So it's so important, isn't it? I loved it even before because I grew up in the um, near the beach, in the mountains, but near, not far from the beach. And all my surfy friends used to have all the mm. yin yang symbol. And mm. I used to just love it. I didn't even really know what it was about. Mm. What intrigued you back then about it? Uh, I think I just love the design, the simplicity of the design and how the black and white mm. was within each other mm. and coexi- coexisting together. It was just a beautiful design. It's amazing, isn't mm. it? And I suppose it went with the surfy lifestyle too. Of, <laughs> you know. Sexy boys. Sexy boys, <laughs> sexy girls. That's right. And youth and water and fun and sunshine. Mm. Except for the sharks. That used to put me off. I couldn't become a surfy chick because of the sharks. Jaws. Jaws wrecked it. Jaws wrecked it for a lot of us. (laughs) So it's interesting, isn't it? Like By building that passion, by building passion in yourself, by building passion in your relationship, you can build your energy rather than scatter it, rather than living lustfully and Mm. just dispersing Mm. that. Lust has, in a sense, 
a shaky energy yeah. rather than a really solid holding energy. Yeah, it's quite adrenally, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. It's, it's, that, it's a little bit of that fight and or empty. flight. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. And in a sense, with ejaculation, then you're empty. Yes. It's like, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. <sighs> yes. And the same way with um, female um, coming Clit- yeah. by your clitoris. Yeah. It's an emptying out of energy as well. Which can feel very relaxing. Yes. But actually there's this depletion that's yeah. going on, which yeah. sometimes feels really good, particularly if you're very full. Yes. Full of stress. Yeah. Full of yeah. chaos and havoc. Mm. But if you're trying to build passion and libido, well then don't come via your clitoris. Mm. And see how much that energy will build in your base chakra. It's a really beautiful, full feeling, even after you've had making love time, mm. to hold that energy there. It gets you through your day and brings amazing things into your life. Mm, it's powerful. Mm. Really powerful technique. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think one of the techniques, the main techniques is that breathing, breathing opportunity, bringing, breathing life. Yes. You know, breathing from lust to passion. But that's something I've been yeah. really enjoying is also breathing opportunity, knowing opportunity exists. Yeah, yeah. I live a passionate life. Yes. And opportunity comes to me. Yeah. And then I do the work mm, that mm. needs to be done. Mm, mm. You know, I'm building that passion, that thing that I'm here to do. Yeah. And because sometimes we miss, it's good to breathe and slow that down because sometimes we miss passion because of lust. Yes, you're true. Yeah, yeah. Because it's such a vibrant, enticing energy, isn't it? Hugely. And I think that's what I've been practising in making love is that when it, when it comes up to you, um, how can you relax into it? You know, when you're feeling mm. that intensity of, oh, yes, here we go. Mm. And then it's like, no, no, breathe it. Breathe it through your body. Breathe that mm. intensity through your body. Relax. And Yeah. Relax. Exactly. Relax. And that's really interesting to see what comes up, what figures or, yeah, what is there in your headspace when you're right on that tippy edge to fall over into mm. to lust to actually mm. pull it back and, no, 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 I'm here. Mm. That meditative What state. do you notice? What happens? Obviously, there's a part that says... Just do it. Yeah, just come. It's this gonna is feel great. great. This is what we need. This is what you need. It's just so exciting. <laughs> this is gonna is fix the everything. <laughs> and I think it's, it's, but it's, it's a tightening and it's a frantic. Yeah. You know, watching myself come up to that, it's actually, and I'm actually not connected to what's going on except to the feeling of, oh yeah, I'm ready to come. Mm. So that's been interesting to see, and then interesting to pull it back. Not that many figures or anything has come up, but I think that franticness and that, that tightness and that excitement mm. of yeah, 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 where and then the other figure just says, to breathe it back. No, just relax. relax, breathe, relax. Yeah, relax. Yeah, there's more to come than this. Mm. You know, peak comes are so short lived. Mm. Let's have the big valley orgasm. Mm. We can keep going for an hour if we like. Yeah, yeah. Just in this state and mm. notice everything about it and explore mm. ourselves and yes. Who we are and build that passion. Yeah. You know, it's important, isn't it? Like, do you know what you're here to do? Yeah, that's a big one, isn't it? It is a big one. You know, and if you don't, then knowing that it's going to get stronger. As yes. you get older, what you're here to do is going to hunt you down. Yes. It's going to be a major <laughs> it's pain gonna in the ass. It's going to be exactly very painful. <laughs> yeah. I know. That's... um. 
I think that's where doing your inner work really matters. Hugely. And yeah. so at the end of your life, you're not regretting things and, oh, I wish I'd given my full go to this or that. Mm. Do it now. Do it now while you have the energy. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Totally. Like, and the support, yeah, yeah, of your bodily functions and yeah. headspace and, yeah, yeah don't wait. It's so important. Yeah. You know, what is your passion? Yep. You've been noticing more of your passion? Yeah, I've got a talk coming up to a big group of women who've just had babies and I just can't wait to talk to them about how to build their libido and um, bring them together as a group. And what I'm finding with these groups is that talking about libido and sex and parenting and being a a mum is we need it in our community. We don't get it enough. And so within the groups, you can see that they're little light bulb moments of sameness. Oh, this is happening to you. Oh, I thought it was only me. Hmm. You know, it's and scientifically prolactin when you're breastfeeding, which is the hormone for breastfeeding, actually lowers your libido. So you don't just dump the baby and run off with the next sexy man that, you know, comes along. <laughs> so that's how, you know... Nature set it up. Nature has set it up and we libido drops and we think, oh, my goodness, what's parenthood about? I mean, plus because usually you're tired as well and you're a bit drained from this new experience. But it is a scientific, like it's real. Libido is supposed to be lower after you have a baby. It's a different state for a moment. It's a different experience that's happening. That's right. And it's, it's what I want to impart on them, which I wish I had 16 years ago when I had, we had our first baby, is that you can get it back and here are some tools and rituals that will help you yeah. be more in your sensuality. And motherhood can get so consuming. For me, the first time around, I just forgot about who Tabitha was, mm. who Brad and I were, mm. and I was just concentrating on Bubby and... But now I've, I've seen and know through other women that other women do this too. Mm. But it's how to actually still hold yourself as an individual in motherhood. Mm. And I think if you do lose yourself, like what you're saying is you can come back. It's okay. Totally. Yeah. And for me, what I've seen is you can come back bigger and better. Totally. Um, yeah. Your sex life can be better than it ever yeah, was. Yeah, totally. Mm-mm. And you just need to understand some simple... Yeah things yeah and what's going on and that you can have so much more yeah and that's really exciting yeah so that's what I'm excited about that's where my passion is building to you know give to other women the things that I know work for me and have helped me it's amazing yeah and I think if you and for these women to get it early on when they've just you know their baby's six months old or in year two or whatever instead of Later waiting. on. Mm. Yeah. Waiting and then things are more difficult and yeah. because the, sim- the yeah. signals will amplify, they'll get bigger mm. Mm. and you'll go, what the hell's going on? Yeah. They start yeah. small and, then and they're, subtle. Exactly. And then the relationship can start falling apart and yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I think if, if, you, if you're not sure what your passion is, mm. then get passionate about discovering you, discovering yeah. who you want to be. Yeah, that's right. That can be your passion. Yes. I think that's more and more, you know, for me, it's like, um, what's my spirituality? Mm. Who am I? Mm. How do I connect to something more than me? Yeah. Yeah. And that's exciting. It's exciting yeah. to go, huh? Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. 
This is what I'm called to. Mm. And that's what Tantra talks about too a lot, doesn't it? Mm. Connecting mm. to your spiritual... Your spirituality. That's the one. <laughs> one. Yeah. Or the other one you were saying too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was, yes. Through uh, making love mm. and getting to wow. know yourself through... That sex can be a spiritual experience. And it is. Hugely. Well, it can be, yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it is it's inner work. It's meditation. It's getting mm. to know yourself, and Exploring that, and the other that part. energy, sexual energy, is a huge energy in the world. Mm. We all have it, mm. and some people wield it in leaky, weird, mm. you know, destructive ways. Mm. It's learning to use it to empower you as a human being and mm. empower your family and other mm. people around you. Yeah, that it's a creative force. Yeah, exactly. You know, which is kind Instead of instead of holding it back, the non. Ejaculation is all about how do I build my power? How do I build my creative force? Yeah. So who I am in the bedroom doesn't stop in the bedroom, but it goes out into my life. Not sexually, but as a creative, energetic force of nature. Mm, Love it. You know, so... Such a great topic, isn't it? It's a great topic. Mm. And there's this other thing I've been thinking about. And you're so passionate about it, about non-ejaculation. Yeah, I, I look. It's a it's a factor. I'm passionate about a lot of things, but it's definitely a practice because, you know, I think for me, for years, I felt really confused around sex and libido. Yes, and I think I may not be alone with that one. Yeah, totally. and then it's suddenly, but you kind of know that. I always knew that depleting feeling. Yes, and then suddenly it's like okay. Here's something you can try mm-hmm. and then work with and yes. then explore. Yes. And it may answer some of the questions when combined with all these other things, when combined with your dreaming, with combined with um, unfolding who you are. Yes. That it can be a, that you can a be really a force of tool. nature. Mm. Mm. Who knows? You know, when you unsocialize yourself, this is, you know, ejaculation has almost been socialized. Yes, it's this body experience yes. in us. Yeah. But for years we've been socialised into this way. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. what happens if I pull out of that? Yes. What if I become a little weird? <laughs> Meaning, you know, mostly weird to yourself, to your yeah. normal way of doing things. Yes. Yep. And I think that's the thing we crave. We're craving more weirdness. Mm-hmm. We are often bored. Yeah. We're bored and waiting for something exciting to happen. Well, yeah. something yeah. exciting's happening all the time. We just have to wake up to that experience inside yeah. ourself. Yeah. And I think it's vital. with it. Mm. Hugely. You know, and it's an opportunity. Yeah. You know, and funny little meditation I did the other day was like, what would your God look like? Just for a moment. Forget <laughs> all the traditions, the Christianity, yes. the yeah. Buddhist, whatever. Yeah. All of that. And just for a moment, what would your God be like? Mm. So it's like a meditation, strong, loving. Who is it? You know, the Christian tradition yeah. is loving. Yes. And it's like, how do I... Walk the walk of Jesus. Yes. How do I model him more? Mm. You know, but whoever that God is for you, and there's this strength, and it's like whoever that is can yeah. be a signal for you to breathe that into your body. Yes. Ha, ah, I need to be this. I need mm. to have this strength or this mm. power or mm. whatever. Maybe it's more love, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But there's this strong force of nature yeah. within me, and it's like, ha, ah, I could live a little more of that. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah. That's a great exercise to do. Yeah. Especially if you're feeling a bit, you know, I don't know, down or... 
not as powerful as God. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you felt like life is whipping you a bit. Step into your godness. Yeah. Or your goddessness. That's right. Yeah, Whoever that is, whatever, whatever she, he, it. Yeah, Mother know, Nature. Maybe it's like the, mm. your god is the wind ripping through the valleys. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Power, I love whatever it. that is, you know. And that also leads to... Um, this masculine energy, yes. This energy, I think it's really important for men mm. that masculine energy to have purpose, yes. Even if you're a woman, to have if you identify with that strong masculine energy, that yes. yang, yeah, to have purpose mm. and hunger, being hungry for something, and because that hunger allows you to build life, build the life right. that you want, yeah, yeah. You know, and non-ejaculation does that mm, builds mm. this hunger you have to then work on it so it doesn't become this lustful yeah crazy thing yes but when you work on that and explore it and unfold it it becomes something that's powerful yeah how do i have more of that hunger to live my life yeah well think it holds you in life more doesn't it it does it holds you more present it holds you more on purpose mm. Mm. and hungry sometimes going without food not always dissatisfying ourselves yeah yeah Having that. And I think for me, I see there's a part of men mm. where we need to hunt. Yeah. Where we need yes. to go out. And that doesn't mean going and killing Catch buffalo. The buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it does. Maybe that's what you're bringing home. But mm. there's this part of this. Maybe it's success. or And that be, can become unhealthy. It can become unhealthy, yes. unhealthy success. Yeah. Unhealthy multiple partners. Yes. Without any sense of satisfaction. Mm-hmm. There's a thing um, in Chinese medicine, heart, yin deficiency. Yeah. And one of the examples of it is, you know, it's it's like I can't get no satisfaction. Yes. It doesn't matter what you do. a hungry heart ghost, isn't That's it? That's right. Yeah. No matter how many people or things you get, you still yeah. want more. That's right. So hunt mm. in a way, become hungry, but turn it into passion rather than this lust. Yes. To need more and more. I like that. Um, and once again, you can convert that into the hunt for self. Nah. Hunt for your passion. Yeah. Hunt for your spiritual tradition. Yeah. I think that's so important. And yeah. of all we've gibbered on this morning, that really just resonates for me. Because it's the inner work, isn't it? Mm. If you can find out what your passion is, then the rest of your life just transforms. Yeah. And if you don't, because some people I know are work and it's like, I don't know. Some yeah. people I work with, I don't know what my passion is. Then make your passion you. Yeah. That's Make your passion so the, yeah. the heroic story. Yeah, what are you myth. into? Try well, new things. That's right. What is the myth? Mm. If our hero was on a journey mm. and had reached a place of uncertainty and unknown, what yes. would need to happen if you're going to rewrite mm. that story and add to it? Mm. What would you add to that story? Yeah. Is, there a, is there a wise teacher that would come upon, come upon you? Yes. Channel that wise teacher. What do they say to you? Yeah, yeah. You know, or look for that person. Is that person yes. there? Yeah, what does our hero so. need? Is there, mm. Do they have to go into a dark place? Yeah. Do they have to go into the cave? Yeah. Where are they? Where mm. are you? This is your story. Mm. This is your life of passion. Mm. And sometimes you'll lose it and you'll go into lust and yeah, you'll fail. Yeah. Yeah. That's what a hero does. A hero yes. gets yes, his sword and throws it around right. and cuts a few, you know, cuts themselves a little bit. Yeah. But then slowly learns. Yes. You know, all the martial, classic martial arts film where the, mm. the student's getting kind of beaten. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Repetitively. Repetitively. Yes. That's us. Yeah, exactly. The wise teacher, the wise elder mm. exists in us as well. Mm. So I love that. I love that. Beautiful. We're talking about 
finding why the hell you're here. <laughs> what you're, the hell you're really here to do. Yeah. Love it. Anything else? No. I think you've just rounded it off rather magnificently. There it is. <laughs> Hope uh, you enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, remember to come and say hello. Yeah. Turn on the podcast. Leave us Facebook. a message. That'd be great. Love hearing from you all. Um, or go and give us a review on yeah, iTunes. Yeah, a review. Or that would be awesome. One or five stars. Yeah. Five stars is even better. Yeah. Whatever you need to do. Okay. Be awesome. Great talking to you. Bye. Um, next week. <laughs>